if you believe in reincarnation, I mean, there was probably a time in human history when someone forgot what they were on their way to do when you walked by, when someone forgot how to breathe because of you and your beautiful soul. I mean, if it doesn't exist, I'm sure it probably happened just yesterday. Look at you, you walking ray of sunshine, making humans forget how to human. Hello, 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 and welcome to Yelling at Birds. Happy Sunday, starting to rain outside. We are going to try to run through this in one shot, one way through, screw-ups screw ups be damned. That's a lie. This is take, like, number five or six. I do that sometimes. Get through, get to a point where... Um, I just start judging immediately, right as I'm saying it. And if something goes off the rails a little bit, I'm just gone. That's it. I got to start all the way over. If you ever had the pleasure of seeing me try to make a make something for someone else, and it's just not quite right, and I do it over and over and over again, I get caught up in that sometimes. I don't know why. It just happens. But as a very wise friend of mine once said, and I'm definitely misquoting it, that the cracks, sometimes the cracks are where the magic is. And we got to push on, got to keep rolling, rolling through. I hope you're having a great Sunday so far. I really hope that all the good things, I just read on my notes and I, said, and I saw a sentence that said a little kid farting is gross, but a kid saying barf is priceless. We're going to roll with it. That's the energy. That's the energy today. Say the word barf more. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm hope, I hope you're having a fantastic Sunday so far. I hope many good things are happening to you and very few, if any, bad things. Because as we all know, good things are good and bad things are bad. That's right. Bad things are bad. But question, who decides what's good and what's bad? Do we have votes every once in a while? Is there... Is it just something that we know at birth? Or do we have to learn it? What do you think? Have your thoughts or on anything changed since birth? Or since your first known memories, have you just kind of felt like you had it all figured out? Uh, the answer to that question should, I hope, be pretty clear. Things change. People change. As we grow, experience, learn, and develop, we are likely to be affected by all that growth all of that experience, all of that learning, and the development. With new feedback, internally and from the world around us, we are more likely to be impacted and possibly changed. This is kind of how it works. That's learning. And this is not about going to be about learning, but that's just kind of a big part of it, development. Um, I hope that after enough of that, that you begin to realize that events are just events. And occurrences are just occurrences. Something that would have would have been devastating to you as a child. Let's say you had plans with your friends to go ride bikes or something. Or go play at Tommy and Susie's house. Uh, and then they have to cancel the plans. Somebody's sick, you can't do it. Or you know, you just plans change and you can't do it anymore. That's devastating. That's, I mean, I remember things of 
that's kind of happened to me before when I was a kid too. You know, plans change, you're excited, and then, boof, now you can't do that anymore, and you're sad because you don't understand, and you're a child, and everything's awesome. Um, but let's say the same thing happens as an adult. I, I know I, I know I'm in this boat where you have plans. You're you know an old friend. You're gonna meet up. You're excited, and then the day ha- the day comes, and yeah, man, if they call it off, you're gonna be so relieved because then you can just stay home. Uh, we get into doing so many things as we grow up. We're busy. We we're not really busy maybe all the time, but we busy ourselves with things, and then oh, then you have to kind of alter plans and do something else, and then last minute somebody cancels man that's like the best thing ever but it's the same thing it's canceled plans but you've changed around it so the plan the the process of making a plan and canceling it has not changed you have it's like oh my god I almost just sang Alanis Morissette to you but rain let's say it's raining right now rain during a drought is viewed very much viewed differently than rain than rain on your wedding day there you go Alanis uh, us here in the cross I mean along the river we're just waiting for the river to go down so every time it rains what happens it doesn't go down so we're seeing it differently I'm sure if it didn't rain for two three months we would be we would be singing a different tune side note on rain though before we go any further, there's much further to go, but side note. So there's a lot of symbolism and meaning we can derive from rain, whether it's a bad omen, a cleansing shower, or a welcome relief in the case of the drought. There was this thing I used to say, and I used to work in a type of construction field. I built retaining walls and um, kind of thought about it one day when we were, you know, we get rained out every once in a while. and just this day we were man we were hours away from being done with this particular job and starts sprinkling starts raining a little little bit more heavily so you do the thing where you you start covering things up and you run around trying to make sure that the work that you've done that day isn't destroyed by you know you know base getting too wet sand getting too wet so you're just tarping everything and you're running around and you're it's kind of a cold rain and you're you know getting uncomfortable because you're getting a little too wet and then eventually you're just soaked and then you stop rushing and I mean this will you'll need to keep your mind out of the gutter gutter but you realize that you can only get so wet uh, you may see your I mean you you may have been in, in the same type of situation you know you're out with with friends and then get caught in an unexpected shower so you rush around, you try to find cover, you try to stay dry, you're just, you know, putting the cell phones in the pockets, covering the phone, just running, 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 and then you hit this point, this point of no return, where you're basically as wet as you're going to get. That's it. So if you're open to acceptance, this there is something extremely freeing in that feeling. In that moment, in that moment you change from this nervous adult trying to escape and evade these perceived negative consequences of getting wet to a child playing and spat, splashing around in puddles. So that's, you know, that hap- we can see that in a lot of um, different situations we get in in life. All these stresses that we 
uh, encounter, this rush, this, it's, you know, you're late for work. You hit that moment where, hey, if I hit all these lights, if this person doesn't merge in front of me, if X, Y, Z happens, I can still make it on time. And then you hit that barrier of, I'm not going to make it on time. I'm going to be, I'm going to be late. And then you hit the, well, late is late. And then you just kind of, all right, let's take my time. Let's get there. Shortly after thinking about that, um, shortly after that day happened with uh, the rain and rushing around and thinking that, well, you know, this kind of is a metaphor for a lot of things that we go through that you can really only get so wet and then you kind of feel free after that. Um, I found this quote that encapsulated it perfectly and let's, it's time to butcher names. It was by Yamamoto Tsunetomo. Please let me know if I said that right, if I, and especially if I didn't, correct me. But uh, Yamamoto was a samurai, uh, mid, lived in the mid-17th century. Um, God, I'm such an idiot. I'm very uh, stellar at research because he wrote a book, and it's very popular, and I don't have the title in front of me, but I'll, we'll, we'll get that. Um, but his quote about rain is, uh, reads as follows. There is something to be learned from a rainstorm. When meeting with a sudden shower, you try not to get wet and run quickly along the road. But doing such things as passing under the eaves of houses, you still get wet. When you are resolved from the beginning, you will not be perplexed, though you will still get the same soaking. This understanding extends to everything. Resolve from the beginning. So it's... He may be talking more towards duty, um, you know, on the on the road to, um, on the road to any any goal that you have. There's going to be little setbacks here and there, and you can tiptoe around certain things and try not to make mistakes. Oh, hey, just like this is take number three or four or five or whatever. Um, you can tiptoe around all these things and try not to make mistakes, but you'll still make the mistakes in getting to where you're going. So from the beginning, from the outset, if uh, when you are resolved in the process and the goal, um, you'll not, I mean, you'll not be perplexed. It'll keep you on your path. Um, so we can see, and I think deep down you've always known this, that it's not, it's rarely the event or the occurrence, but our perceptions that shape the reality of the world we live in. The same two people walking the same path met with the same adversities, um, de- depending on their perceptions and their attitudes towards those adversities, they, you, would, you would get to very different outcomes. So yes, there there are some very universally accepted truths that about what's good or what's bad, but for the most part, what we come across on a daily basis is filtered through our perceptions before they emotionally affect us. Our perceptions are filters or lenses that have a tremendous impact on our lives, on our life experience. What's relieving about that is that I believe and I have experienced that our perception is a skill. It's a muscle, it's a tool that can be learned, it can be exercised or honed. 
I mean, I've spent much of my life in practicing just that, and there are fantastic resources available and activities that are very helpful in helping us take control in shaping our perceptions. Mindfulness exercises such as meditation and yoga are coming more into the mainstream fold, and they are amazing ways to mentally and physically connect with yourself and your life experience. More and more, it seems like we have so much swirling around in our lives and, and our minds that taking a quick five to ten minutes to clear your head can be all that you need to feel um, like you're in a better, to feel a better peace within yourself. And I'm serious, sometimes all you need to do is focus your mind on something, anything, for a few minutes. Just like anything, like what's in front of you, like a cup, a pen. If you have the time, pick anything up, stare at it. Pick a point on that thing and truly try to see it, study it. Study every little bit of it until your mind is completely consumed by that little thing, whatever it is. If you do that long enough, then all those millions of thoughts and concerns and um, ideas swirling around your head, they might float to the back for a little bit. And you might, it might only be for a split second, but they might float, float away to wet to so that all that you're thinking about is that little thing in front of you and in that moment you're being that is a little piece of mindfulness you're there you're present you're here no longer consumed by all the million billion trillion thoughts swirling around your head so that's one thing so when you're able to be mindful um, what I've learned is um, and you I'm guessing you know this I mean it's just something that I believe that it's somewhere in us that we kind of know this already, um, but you have to kind of be mindful to look at yourself and uh, really examine um, the mindfulness that you have. But when you're able to be mindful, then you're able to listen to yourself better and kind of understand if you you know are you reach some sort of adversity, whether it's somebody cut in front of you in line or something that doesn't really matter or something serious that that event is just it really has nothing to do with you it's just an event in and of itself and how you act and how you perceive that event is how that event will shape you and affect you so so I've been trying that I mean I've been kind of put myself in a position to where I, it's impossible for me not to do do a little bit of that of mindfulness and it you got to practice it every day but i mean one of the benefits is uh i'll I'll share an i'll share an example from a class that i'm that i'm in currently so it's a it's a count it's a group counseling class and um, those of you that know me you know know that you know as part of a part of a treatment program I'm, I'm a part of um, we go to this uh, group group training class and it's kind of about uh, the goal of the class is to provide those going through the classes with a better way of thinking um, processing thoughts better decision-making skills um, and in the most recent class I attended a group of a group activity asked us to think of to think of a negative event that happened to us sometime in the last two weeks to reflect on our thoughts surrounding that event and our behavior during and after, and um, whether or not that behavior was part of a negative cycle that took us into a positive, oh, 
apologies, but to think about whether or not that, that partner, that behavior was part of a negative cycle or if it was something that took, it, took us in a positive direction. The intent, the intent of this activity is to hopefully promote a pattern of self-awareness in our decision-making and our perceptions. And it's also, also meant to highlight what we tend to do when things don't go our way. And for some reason, these activities are kind of the hardest for me. For as much time as I spend thinking about nothing and whatever and everything, um, not because any issues shining a light, not because I have any issues, you know, shining a light of myself and the choices I make, but because I had a, it was difficult. This this particular exercise was difficult because I had such a hard time thinking of a negative event that occurred to me in the last two weeks. Now I can think of a ton of negative events that or maybe universally negative events that happened in the last two weeks, but anything that happened to me, like I couldn't think of it. And I think I've spent so much time reflecting on the poor decision making in my past that I forced myself into this constantly ongoing internal conversation with myself. And it forces me to be mindful. Now I'm not saying like like everything's sunshine, rainbows and kittens over the last two weeks. It's just kind of, I don't see things that way as, well, this was a bad thing. Um, I'm sure something, you know, I'm sure I got upset with something or I had some failure or, you know, something you'd label as a failure or something bad in the last two weeks that has occurred to me. Um, it's just kind of hard for me to think of it as a negative. So I'm forced in this spot to be mindful. And when I started doing that, uh, when that happened, when I forced myself into constantly ongoing internal conversations, um, something completely shifted in my mind, which followed me, which followed into my life. It's now almost impossible for me not to see each and every event that happens to me as part of my entire life experience. And when I view things that way, it's difficult to continue seeing anything as good or bad. Like I said, um, it's hard for me not to just see events as events. So events are just events, and lessons are lessons. Joys are joys, and even the best things, fleeting they may be, are part of the ongoing journey of our lives, in which the only thing we really have to do for ourselves is continue. And I hope you continue. I hope you are able to speak openly with yourself and get to a place of complete understanding of who you are and um, what to you is truly important. There we did it. Thank you. Um, so that's it. Uh, perception. Um, I know I don't want to make it seem like everything is um, just roses because obviously there are I think there are some very negative things happening in our in our world and, and around us that I think we could all agree on. Um, but hopefully, with you know practicing mindfulness, um, whether it be through meditation, whether it be through yoga, med- what whether it be through just flipping a fishing rod, you know flipping a fishing rod into the water, you know, go fishing a little bit, get some time away from everything, a walk in the woods, uh, lay on, lay on your back in the grass and stare at the clouds. Like that's, that's an awesome way to gather a little mindfulness and just kind of release a lot of thoughts from your mind. Um, I hope that 
you're able to do that and and to see that um or able to just kind of see the the perceptions that you have in your mind and start to use them in a in a positive way for yourself in a good way for yourself maybe seeing negative things or things that maybe would have ruined your day or put a a, a bad mark on your day seeing those things as just unimportant you know someone cuts in front of me in traffic like what am I going to lose like two seconds of commute time um somebody cuts in front of me in line what have you anything uh, obviously there are bigger things than that um but these are some things that we most often run ac- run across in our day-to-day lives just kind of general perceived rudeness um but in being mindful you have a better better chance of hearing yourself talk talking to yourself before you react and before you let all of those little things consume you so that's it i hope you enjoy the rest of your sunday thank you for listening i appreciate your time and your attention and i appreciate your time here with me your comments and your lives thank you for being here with me and the rest of us enjoy the rest of your day